what is good everybody and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Kankin is Randy, and I am fucking doing this episode in the laundry room at the barbershop because I'm fucking lonely, first off, <laughs> and also, uh, I have nothing else to do but put these fucking towels away and fold these shits. Yo, it's crazy though. As I'm folding these towels, and as I've mentioned before, that every single towel is 50 fucking dollars, right? Every single towel that I'm folding is $50. Um, that's what we charge for haircuts. That's starting. Let's just say every haircut was $50, right? Um, and I'm folding these towels, wash these towels weekly, and say I have like 200 towels, 200 towels times 50 is what? 10,000? Fuck, I need to. <laughs> yeah, $10,000. 50 towels, or $50 towels, $50 a towel, 200 clients that we see on a, on a weekly basis. Dude, that is 10 grand in a week. Think about that shit. Do the math. Put it on your calculator right now. 50 uh, 50 if you cut 200 if you cut 200 people in a week. You're you're walking out this barbershop fucking 10 grand. Now, it's dope. I thought about this before. I've I've already thought about this, but it's just it's just dope to see because, like, again, I'm I'm only doing these towels right now in the barbershop and said that I'm lonely because it's Monday. So, if you guys didn't know, I come to the barbershop um, every Monday to clean up the shop, to deep clean the shop, put these towels away, wipe the floors, change, you know what I mean? Like, shit that an owner is supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? I put in that extra effort, but I'm also very grateful uh, to be in this position that I'm at, and just thinking, man, like, yo, like, I, I, I fucking, I'm putting fucking hair on the floor, putting fucking food on 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 the barbers on the barbers tables. I'm 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 making clients get some, you know what I mean? Some cat. <laughs> and uh and, and I need to make sure that this shop is up to par or above par at all times. Like there's no reason why this barbershop, why cake and cuts, uh is is fucking dirty. Now that's something that that me myself take pride in. Um and you guys are gonna hear me like go back like sounding hella different because I have to go from here to another spot. But I'll just keep talking. Um, I hope you guys don't mind. But I just felt like I just felt like chopping it up with y'all, and I felt like I don't know. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, I haven't done like a a solo episode <laughs> in like three weeks. And if you guys are an active listener, you guys already knew that the last time that I I went on like. 
Not really like a rant, but yo, I did fucking three episodes in a week and I was like fucking killing this shit. And then I realized like, yo, I'm doing way too much. I'm not spending enough time on like my own mental shit. You know what I mean? I was, I was, that was actually a good time in my life. I ain't gonna lie. Like literally like three weeks ago, <laughs> it was like a great, one of the greatest times of my life because everything was falling into place as it should be because I planned it this way. Like <clears throat> I, I make sure that all my shit is like in order as far as um, progressing in life. Uh, the things that I do, I make sure that I'm always three steps ahead. If not three steps, fucking five steps. I'm always, like, I never go off the whim. I don't work that way. So the shit that, that, that's been happening, all the good shit that's been happening for the past, like, fucking year or three months or, like, a month even... Bruh, I've been, I've, I've already put this out there that I was going to be like, I've, I've been working to get to this spot years before, you know what I mean? So success doesn't come fucking easy, man. I'm just thinking about that shit right now. Like, you know, uh, I, I was, I was also talking with somebody, with somebody, uh, I forgot who it was. Y'all going to hear this professional, professional, uh, hold on. Cake and Cuss Barbershop. This is Randy. What's up, Donnell? Yeah, that's all good. There you go. Did you like her braids? She got bars, right? <laughs> there you go. No, it's all good. You can reschedule... As much as you want, like as long, you know what I mean. Like the only time that you that you would call me is is say if like you were gonna get charged. You know what I mean. So yeah, other than that, like you can reschedule. All, I don't even look at that shit. <laughs> all right, Daniel. All right, brother. Peace. You know what I mean. And that that right, like I'll go back to what I was talking about. But that right there, like just sounding professional in the beginning, not knowing who it is. Like, I think it's very important, and I think I, I think I already spoke about this, but how you answer the phone, in my eyes, at a barbershop, and y'all know, like, I've worked at fucking plenty of fucking barbershops, and I was always, like, the phone person. I'd be like, whatever barbershop, this is Randy, just so they know who they're speaking to, and I think that everybody in the barbershop should be answering the phone just like that. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, go to extreme measures and be like, do do hella extra shit. You just say, just like how I did, Cake and Cuss Barbershop, this is Randy. So they know that they just called the barbershop and they know that they're talking to Randy. And if they want to talk to me, they'll talk to me. If they want to speak to somebody else, they, they already know. I'm already not the person. They'll be like, you know, for the most part, hey, Randy, uh, is is the dude, is is uh, the Latino dude there? Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Like, Make sure that, that you answer the phone properly. You never want to answer. And, and, and this is because this is D-Rose right here, right? <laughs> Shout out to D-Rose. That's, that's my fucking brother, man. That's my little brother for real. Uh, he, he puts hair on the flow on a daily. You know, talking about that's what we do over here. But anyways, like D-Rose, he, he's not the best when it comes to like professionalism. But we going to get there. And the barbers that that works at that work at the shop right now, not knocking anybody, 
uh, because he's actually my apprentice, so I have to let him know. But hopefully he he sees it or or hears this. But uh, just to let him know, like bro, like answer the phone professionally, talk to people professionally, um, and treat yourself professionally because we're profession, bro. You know what I mean? Like we want to be taken serious as fuck. That's that's one thing I hate having to to reiterate that we have to sound professional because like, bro, this is a profession, y'all. Like we went to school for this. We got hours for this. Like, yeah, it might not be like a top tier whatever or private school or whatever, but we all pay for the same shit. Like, people want to feel comfortable going to a professional establishment. Um, So, man, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about before before, uh, Donnell called. So, that that was actually my client. So, this is the dope thing too, okay? Like, so, so that was my client, Donnell. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys have seen, you guys have 100% seen his haircut, um, on my page before, because he's like one of the last dudes, uh, that I cut. That's a black dude that gets, uh, ice pick sideburns. Now y'all already know, man, like I'm really fucking good when it comes down to ice pick sideburns. That's my shit. That's been my shit. That's how I first started learning how to cut hair was ice pick sideburns. Um, so anyways, he just called to let me know that he needed to reschedule. And I, and I get this a lot. I get, I, I get this pretty often because a lot of my clients, they'll be like, um, they, they'll reschedule a lot. And then they'll think that like, I care that they're hella rescheduling or whatever, but I don't give a fuck because like, bro, as long as you're rescheduling, you're staying back in the book. That's fine with me. But yeah, if you're, if you're, you can call me to let me know that you're reschedul- rescheduling, uh, if, if you're about to get charged. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm okay with with y'all rescheduling, um, but man, what the fuck was I talking about? Now I need to pause this and go back. Hold on. All right, so my bad. I had to I had to go back and see what I was talking about. So yeah, what I was saying was, um, if you want to get results you've never gotten, you have to do shit that you've never done. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get certain results, but you're doing the same repetitive shit over and over and it's not working, motherfucker, change that shit up. It's not, your your remedy is not working. You know what I mean? So, time to start something new. Um, and, honestly, uh, yeah, man, like, I've been, I've changed a lot of, a lot of things in, uh, in my life within the past, like, month itself. Yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to go somewhere, y'all. I'm trying to be somewhere in life right now. I'm trying to be at, in a better place mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, all the Lees, the whole Lee family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to get there and it shit and I've known this for a while like if it's not working, it's not working. I'm going to have to try something new. So, I'm not afraid to try anything new. Now, with me having anxiety, you might be thinking like Oh, like I'm used to repetition, repetition, and you're absolutely fucking correct. It's all about repetition when it comes to me. Um, I've learned, for me at least, for the new shit that I experience, um, I will go through a little bit of anxiety while I'm learning the new emotions that's com- that comes with the new shit that I'm doing. So if you're somebody out that's out there that is structured, and needs and needs to 
needs things to be like a particular way, a certain way, then um, just just know that you have to be a little uncomfortable, uh, you know. And there's this there's this YouTube channel called the Yes Theory. I don't know if y'all heard of it, but uh, I'll be watching them, it, and they're dope. I, I forget what the guys' names are, but there's like three or four of them or some shit like that, and pretty much they just it's not that they don't say no all the time, but they say yes way more than they say no. You know what I mean? And and just the whole the whole thing about like the yes theory, that's clean to me. Like, shoot. <laughs> I wish I could do some shit. They have some cool episodes, so you know, shout out to them. Uh I don't again, like, I'm not getting paid to do any of this shit. I'm I'm getting paid to make this podcast and talk to y'all. Uh so you guys just heard the the rippling effect of the uh of the top of the plastic bag. <laughs> um, and I'm folding hella fucking towels, bro. And I still need to wipe down every single chair. Well, actually I'm, I'm going to take y'all with me and see if they did it uh, themselves. But I still have like a hundred plus more towels to fold. And I've been here already. I don't even know how long this episode has been going for shit. Um, but I'm having, I'm actually having hella fun, uh, talking to y'all and folding these towels and we can, we can do make make this a weekly thing of me just being right here. Shit, this is dope. But usually somebody's in here cutting hair on a Monday, whether it be like JR or D Rose or whatever like that. <laughs> but um yeah man, so if you guys haven't already, please subscribe to my I mean, I hate to keep saying this and make Man, my bad. I got another phone call. Fucking Velo just hit me up. Right now, shout out to my dudes, man. Shout out to everybody who hits me up to check in with the thug. Hits me up to see what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, spread that, spread that good, that good energy, that good positivity, baby. <laughs> but this is what I get for wanting to do a, an episode in the barbershop. Not really fully prepared, but I was like, kind of like lightweight, just going for it. I forgot to put my, well, actually, I'm going to put my phone right now. <sighs> I forgot to put my phone on silent mode. And I always put my phone on silent mode when I'm doing an episode so I won't get uh, disturbed or whatever. Uh, but, Bella hit me up because I forgot, or I didn't forget, but I, I asked, so there's a barber battle going on today. Shout out to the Academy and Shay and Easy the Barber, who's putting on uh, this barber battle for students at the academy and I put it out there to the guys and I actually should text the guys but I put it out there to the guys like yo I'm going to the academy for the barber battle if y'all want to go y'all can rock with me um so <laughs> I don't know what it is it's called it's gonna be the barber versus ha 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 you motherfuckers are probably laughing right now because I bagged on everybody for doing the barber versus shit but I came to the reality. Now, Barber versus to me, I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to say it. It's still corny as fuck to me, right? It's corny as fuck. I, like, whatever whatever the fuck it may be. But if somebody tries some new shit for the industry, for the culture, bro, I'm not going to bag on anybody for, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody hit me and, and asked me to be part of it, what you think I'm going to say? Of course I'm going to say yes, I'll, I'll be part of it. You know what I mean? Because... I want, I like being involved in barbarous shit. That's just who I've been from day fucking one, bro. 
no matter if I think the shit is corny or not, people ask me to do to do to to show up to these events and it's good, bro. I'm pulling up. Pulling up with a fucking pull up all day, bro. Like I don't know, man. I just I cut hair, man. Like I cut hair. I've been a barber. This is what I'm really what I'm really good at. I think I'm also really good at like people skills. I think I'm also really good at leading skills and shit like that. These are things that I've been working on for my my entire life. And this is what I was talking about earlier, man, is that uh, I prepare for this moment. For every moment going forth, I, pre- I prepared for this moment, y'all. Um, this shit didn't happen overnight. Me being uh, punctual didn't happen overnight. Me being professional didn't happen overnight. Me being successful... I'm still working on that motherfucker, but that shit ain't happening overnight, obviously. You know what I mean? So, again, y'all, I'm on my own wave. As everybody else in the fucking world should be. Don't don't be out there trying to com- trying to compare yourself uh, to anybody on any level, in any career or any profession. Why the fuck are you comparing yourself to the next person and... <laughs> And, and and y'all already know what it's going to do to your own mental health. It's going to fuck y'all up. Tell me I'm lying. I'm not lying. I already know. Because somebody, honestly, just like myself, and you, sorry, you guys are going to hear, hear this. Um, I consider myself like an, an alpha male. I consider myself, uh, yeah, just an alpha male. <laughs> funny, funny as shit. I, side note, I just watched the Mike Tyson and Boosie, Boosie bust down <laughs> thing uh, on YouTube last night. That shit was funny as fuck. You ain't no, ain't nobody out there talking shit to Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, Boosie badass had to had to shut his ass up real quick. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. So I consider myself like an alpha male. But I also consider myself like, but I, I feel like in order for me to be an alpha male, I have to be open or I had to or have to still be open to what people think. And I have to, I have to just soak up all the game that I could. Bruh, I soak up game from so many different people on so many different levels. It's not even, and this is, this is what makes me feel like fucking like the alpha male that I am. I feel like fucking Thanos. <laughs> Barbers that, that's out there right now that's peeping this. That That's peeping this. You guys are like, the fuck is Randy talking about? I'm talking about like, bro, we are so tapped in as barbers. In the community, we're so tapped in, bro, that everybody is a phone call away. If I needed some plumbing shit, I have... 30,000 fucking people in the city and out the city anywhere that'll help me out on some plumbing shit. If I needed some drywall shit, boom, phone call away. Window shit, boom, phone call away. Window shit, actually, my best friend does windows, boom. Somebody who cleans shit, boom, my other best friend does it. Somebody that knows how to fucking plant shit because my plants be dying because I be killing it all the time. Boom, phone call away. Shout out to Renee if you're listening, if you ever listen to my podcast, Renee. You are a big help to me and my plants over here at the barbershop. And my, my plants wouldn't be as beautiful if it wasn't for you. But going back to the topic, I'm just saying that 
I feel like Thanos because I feel not not that I'm untouchable because everybody's fucking everybody can get touched, but my hands is is everywhere. Um and and that's just dope, bro. But for barbers that's out there, don't have barbering be your what do I want to say? You can make barbering your profession, but you always want to have like a side hustle or something that's going to, you know, because barbering, it fucking gets repetitive and shit, right? And I swear I'm, I'm, I'm coming to another story right now after I, I after I say this little thing. <laughs> but as you guys know that I, I have a, a passion in, in, uh, in basketball and in coaching. Well, I don't know if you guys know that, but I have a passion in basketball and coaching. I've, I've coached basketball for a decade of my life. I haven't coached in like three years, four years. I haven't coached in four years, but I help out my, my homie Jason uh, every now and then uh, at Burton for, for the JV team. <laughs> but in the beginning of COVID last year, and, and so just to, just to let y'all know, today today is, what's today? Today is... Uh, March 29th, 2021. We just passed our one year anniversary with COVID-19, which was March 16th. Um, literally around this time last year, I inquired about a coaching job at, uh, at the academy across the street from the barbershop. They, bro, I'm telling y'all, this, this is how sick, this is how tight this is, right? Um, well, I need to put these fucking towels away. Hold on. But this is how tight it is, right? <laughs> we open back up the barbershop. We boom in, boom, boom, boom. And then my homie Keith, he, uh, he's the head of security over there, but he's also, he's also, uh, uh the head basketball coach at Sacred Heart High School, but he didn't want to coach at the academy, uh, slash soda because he didn't want to have a conflict of interest. Shit like that. I get it. He 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 walks inside the barbershop. I'm like, what's up, Keith? You know what I mean? I, I'm hollering at him. I'm, I'm shooting the shit with him. Telling him, like, man, like, good shit. That's what you did for the boys. Whoop, whoop. I said, yo, matter of fact, you work over there at the academy, right? You're you're the you're the head of security. Top flight. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah, man. I, and I told him, I said, hey, I actually inquired about being the head coach over there. You know, is there is there any... Anything that you could do, any kind of, any strings that you could pull for me to get there, bruh. I've been knowing Keith for hella long. I've, I used to cut Keith's hair. I haven't, I haven't cut, cut Keith's hair in a while. But uh, I used to play basketball with Keith at Pertola Park. And I used to cut his hair. So we have a tight, a tight relationship. Side note from that, I also assistant coached with him as well at South City High School um, for the JV team. So going forward, bro, I get an email two weeks ago saying, "Hey, Randy, we want to put you on to the coaching staff for the varsity." So this is what I inquired for: the varsity boys basketball team. I got that fucking job, bro. I got the job, and I'm sorry uh, to the AD if you're listening to to this podcast. If I ever become really fucking famous and you peep this, but I'm I'm hella hyped. Um, he wasn't trying to tell me off the bat that I got the job, but, uh, he, he was trying to ask me like, 
what are my what what's my coaching strategy? What's my vision that I have for the for the uh, for for the for the team? And I told them exactly like like I don't know. I've I've been coaching for years. I know how to shoot the shit. I know basketball. Um, I'm not. And then side note from that. <laughs> anyways, my mind is going all over the place because I haven't talked to y'all in a while. But uh, and I'm releasing hella shit. Uh, and this is only just this happened just last week, but uh, Keith. All right, no, no. So the AD had also called my high school basketball coach, bro. <laughs> Which he's actually the he he's the AD of Philip Burton High School. Um, he was my my coach my freshman year, my sophomore year, and my senior year. Um, and. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's still he's now the the AD and he's also the varsity head coach over there at at Burton. Guess who plays Burton during the regular season? Oh yeah, we do. The Academy Wolves. We do. We play against them. Guess what we going to do this year? And I'm already putting this out there. I'm I'm talking with hella confidence right now. I don't know why, but I feel I feel confident as a motherfucker right now talking all this shit but i know for a fact when we play philip burton my alma mater we gonna whoop that ass we gonna put it on them i swear to god we gonna put it on them and on top of that over there at the academy we don't have a sophomore team a jv team man i'm i'm getting a, a, a jv head coach that could also be my assistant <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie, y'all. If you guys live in the San Francisco Bay Area and you're still listening to this podcast and you still fuck with me and you still, you know what I mean. And I'm t- and I and I and I continue to do this podcast during the basketball season next year. Y'all should definitely come watch us play. I'm not even saying that we're good because I doubt that we're good, y'all. Uh, I'm just saying that. My, that my coaching technique or strategy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is, it's above par. I'm out there changing, I'm, I'm, man, I can't, I'm so, I'm so hyped for this job. And this is the exciting shit that's been happening in my life. But I've been preparing for this. Again, I, I inquired about this job around this time last year. And they finally came back to me because yeah, COVID and shit like that, and there's a bunch of restrictions that I that that uh, that I have to go through before I can actually get there. But it's a good paying job. I'm happy as fuck. I ain't tripping. What the fuck? And I get to do I get to do two of my passions, and then on top of that, I get to I get to cut my players' hairs. They gonna be all clean. They better be all clean, or else I'm a <laughs> suicide. Get to the line. <laughs> <laughs> we run in seventeens. <laughs> nah, but I, yeah, my my coaching style, man. I'm not a su- suicide guy. Definitely not a suicide guy. I'm definitely. I mean, although I'm not hell in shape right now, uh, I'm definitely going to be doing a full court press the entire fucking game. We're putting the pressure on them. We got to. I'm rotating people out. We have to. I'm. I'm. I'm going to outsmart the coach. Sheesh. So much shit, man. 
I need to take a breather. <laughs> so much stuff. Shout out to shout out to who's man. If it wasn't for basketball, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Because playing sports in general gave me that competitive edge that I need. I think everybody out there needs to have that competitive edge to where you ain't you're not gonna back down from you're not gonna back down from any competition, bro. You gonna go for that motherfucker, you know what I mean? And that's the type of person that I am. If I see a goal, I'm gonna hit that goal. But before I can hit that goal, I need to make sure that that, that my shit is in order. Um, everything. <laughs> Y'all, I plan shit out. I'm gonna put this out there right now that one day I'll be coaching college. I'm 34 right now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna wait till I'm like 45. Till <laughs> 45, I'm gonna be the head coach at a college. But I do know this though: as a college head head coach, you have to have a college degree. Damn it! I should have taken fucking college courses during quarantine, because the dope thing about San Francisco is. In San Francisco and Frisco, they give us free college education at CCSF if you're if you live in the city. Um, and shout out to CCSF for for doing shit like that. Um, that put a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, kids in in a better position by by having that. And now I just finished off with these towels, man. And now you guys are gonna hear this. <laughs> because that's me vlogging, right? I'm going to do it like this. Oh, man. Come on, man. There you go. There you go, Papa. So, uh, so that's it for me with the towels. But <laughs> now on to the next chore. And again, y'all, like, I'm, I'm doing this shit out of... Because... This is, this, I feel like me doing this for the fellas, this is my my way of showing, like, my appreciation for all their hard work. Now, don't get me wrong, though. I still ask them for a bunch of favors. I still ask them, like, hey, man, is it cool if you can do this for me? Is it cool if you can get me food down the block? Is it cool? You know what I mean? Like, I ask them for favors. That's That's something that, like... If, if I wasn't doing shit and and uh, and they asked me for a favor, I'll do I'll do it. That's not that's not a problem. That's easy easy as fuck for me. Um, but now I'm just walking around the shop. <laughs> uh, ah, this is so tight, man. There's there's so many cool thing that things that's happened to me. Um, shout out to my uncle Paul. Now. If you guys and, and you guys can hear like the voice is different because I'm outside inside outside uh not outside but outside of the room in the barbershop. <laughs> but uh shout out to my uncle Paul for releasing his officer one eight seven book. Make sure that you go to the website at officer the number one and then spelled out eight and then the number seven dot com to to make your purchase. Um, for that book, if you guys haven't heard of my uncle Paul and I don't speak of, I don't speak of this, um, often enough. I don't speak about my uncle often at all because of what I'm about to tell y'all, but I'm not going to pick that up. 
<laughs> but my Uncle Paul, Officer 187, that was his badge number um, in San Francisco. He was SFPD. Uh, literally, he's the, tri- the trials and tribulations of an undercover cop, Paul Lozada. He's the most decorated cop that this SFPD has ever had. Um, I say that because he's he's been a, a successful cop. Um, he's retired now. He's on to bigger and better things like having the book. Dope as fuck that he got the book. <laughs> Wait. Somebody's leaving a message. <laughs> Never mind. All right. And uh and anyways, he if you if you're from Frisco and you've heard the name Paul Lozada, you know you know somebody that he done arrested. He's made over a hundred arrests in the city. Uh he's 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 he shot a couple people, y'all. So this is why this is why I don't tell people who who my uncle is because of his background. Um, and I'm I'm high key not planning on like putting this on my socials about that <laughs> about my relations to him, but I'll put it on here because I don't have that many followers uh, on there on here yet. But uh, my uncle Paul also taught Denzel how to be Denzel in the infamous training day. So, and that's a fact. Look, look in the credits of Training Day. Look at Paulo Zada, and then Google his name, or you can just Google his name and put put Training Day. He's gonna pop up. <laughs> so that was my quick little shout out to my uncle Paul. Um, let me see, man. So we now now I feel like I'm running out of shit to say when I have so much shit to shit to say. Uh, I know that you guys tuned into that last episode with me and Phil. Uh, we, we're doing some bigger and better things as well, uh, with the bar, with, with, with the podcast. I forgot what we will we renamed it, but we're trying to do like the, the drink champs kind of thing. Like we said in the podcast before, uh, we're, we're about to link up today, um, at the barber battle. He just texted me that he was going to go to the barber battle. Time is currently four o'clock PM, which means I need to sweep up super fast and put, and wipe down these chairs, uh, these chairs, and everything super fast. But before I do that, <laughs> I want to talk about this one particular subject uh, that I've been wanting to talk about. And this is a barber-related topic, uh, and I wrote this down. Let me pull that motherfucker up because I thought, I, and I was like, "Damn, this actually makes hella sense." That a lot of, and I'm not, I'm just going to freestyle it because I remember what I was writing, but, uh, a lot of people, a lot of barbers out there wait for that validation from, um, <laughs> from other barbers. Why? I, and that, that's my thing. Why are you waiting for validation from other barbers when the other barbers are not the ones that's putting money in your pocket? Uh, your skills doesn't depend on what a barber thinks of you. Your skills depend on the clientele that you that you're bringing in to the barbershop, to your garage, to wherever the fuck. And who's dumbass? I'm hella mad. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <coughs> so the reason why I say that is because um, I really think to myself that like until you until you tell your own self that damn I wish someone can cut my hair 
Wait, I'm just butchering this whole shit up. This is this is me because freestyling shit, and I'm not really good at freestyling. I like whatever. <laughs> so scratch whatever the fuck I just said right there, y'all. My bad. Uh, I'm just gonna read what I wrote. <sighs> y'all ready? Because now I'm going through anxiety because I fucked up. <laughs> um, you don't think you are good. You are a good enough barber. Until you tell yourself, damn, I wish someone could cut my hair just like I cut this head. If you haven't reached this question yet, you haven't gotten there yet. You're still looking for validation. You're the initial validation, then it's your client. You have to work for this question for every haircut. Now, me saying that, me saying like, damn, like, because there's been hella times that I've cut hair and I'm just like, bruh, I just barred the fuck out this haircut. This haircut is dope. This lineup is dope. This taper is dope. This fade is dope. Fuck, I wish somebody could cut my hair like this. Right? If you And I've asked myself this for a very long time. Even like current clients that I'm like, fuck, I really blessed this fool. I really, he should be giving me $100 for this haircut. <laughs> um, anyways, like if you haven't asked yourself that question, like, damn, I wish somebody could cut my hair like that. Like how I cut this hair. That means that you haven't made it to that elite level of like, bro, you're like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good at cutting hair. Um, because I know for a fact, there's some barbers out there that's looking at haircuts and they're just disappointed. They're just like, fuck, I, I could have did better. And sometimes I, I could do better in, in, in some haircuts. I really could. Uh, <laughs> but for me, at least. Uh, I, I need you guys to continue. I need you barbers to continue striving and continue going for that question. I wish someone can cut my hair the way I can. So the reason why I say that, right? What, what, this is where this stemmed from is from my little brother, Justin, right? So Justin's haircut. I've, I know just haircut like the back of my fucking hand. I could give him a blessed ass taper. But when it comes down to a fade on Justin's hair, it, while his hair is pressed, a fade, a drop fade at that, I'm not going to do the best job at that. Um, and I, I know that it's not going to come out the best, but I know if I gave him a taper, that motherfucker would be icy as fuck. I just put his haircut on my vlog on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it yet, but I just, well, I, I just uploaded it last night. So subscribe to the Caking Chronicles if you could. <laughs> but I could have did a better job on his fade. Now, if I had more time, I, and also I was only limited to 30 minutes to give him a fade. He also had a little bit of grease in his hair. Um, and it didn't give me enough time to, to really like dissect uh, the haircut. So, I, yeah, I could have did better. But I know in Justin's head, for sure. A hundred percent because Justin, just, just blaze. He's, he's one of the best barbers to come out of the city. And you guys are agreeing with me right now because I know that for a fact, I've seen a million and one fucking barbers. I've met a million and one barbers out there. Justin is a top tier barber and shout out to y'all that's listening. That's actually Justin's clients. That's listening to my podcast. Y'all know that I'm not lying. Justin got bars. That's why I ain't cut your hair yet. 
<laughs> you feel me? Like, hey, shout big shout out to my little brother Jess because he he really fucking got it. He will make shit happen, bro. Dead ass. He has two guards. He has a one sixteenth and a one fourth guard, purple guard, magnetic. Dude, he makes that motherfucker happen. Every haircut is clean. It's butter. Now, I know just probably look, and, and I swear to God, I, I, I didn't even ask him if he liked his haircut. Now, the reason I didn't ask him if he liked his haircut is because I know he didn't like his haircut. <laughs> I know he did it, bruh. I know he did it, man. Um, because if I didn't like it, I know for sure he didn't. But I know just is, is probably thought in his head like, man, <laughs> if somebody can cut cut my hair the way that I want it to be cut, I wouldn't have to worry. Now, Jess already knows, though, off top. Jess already knows. If, if he were to ask me to, to give him a taper, I'm blessing the fuck out that taper. And he actually said that. I don't think he caught wave. Uh, but he, he, he was like, Rand, I need a haircut next week. This is while I was cutting his hair. He was like, hey, Rand, I need a haircut next week. But I think next week I'm going to have you just taper me. That's the obvious sign for him to tell me that this haircut is fucking terrible. Now, I ain't going to lie, y'all. Um, that the haircut that I gave him though, if, if you were to look at it today, right now, that shit would look icy as fuck. So that haircut just looks better grown out than it, as opposed to it being like a skin fade going into his, uh, going into his, uh, dreadlock tail. Um, <coughs> dude, shout out to fucking just man. Shout out to everybody at this barbershop, man. Like everybody in here. And this is this is this is my testimony to the barbers that work at my shop. I am grateful for everybody that's working here. For the for the barbers that's worked here that 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 don't work here anymore. I'm grateful as fuck for y'all too. Starting off with Jordan, who only worked here for for a week because he needed to. Shout out to TT. And shout out to Mike Will Faded. Um, now, with that being said, this is a seven-person barbershop. There's fucking that I've already had ten barber, ten different kinds of barbers cut hair here. Now this group, I hope I stay with this group for a very long time because this group is dope as shit, man. We got Justin. <laughs> I'm just gonna, y'all. I'm gonna just break it down like this. Fuck it. We 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 are shooting the shit. I'm showing. I'm giving gratitude to everybody in this motherfucker right now. So we got Just. I'm at his station right now. He's dirty as fuck. His, his station, his station dirty, bro. Y'all already know this. Yeah, I'm looking literally underneath his towel. His, his station is dirty, but he's giving, again, like I said, he's giving out the best haircuts in the city. I respect him for it. I'm not even going, I I, I don't even be on his case like that uh, to, to be clean. I Lightweight I do, but not really. It's not really like, like I'll, I'll clean for him because that, I don't know. I'll, I'll just clean for him. Whatever. That's big brother type shit. We got Velo, who's super clean. He don't even have a fucking a piece of hair in his station at all. How the hell? You, but he just got hella cords. If y'all come over here to the shop and y'all see Velo's station, he just got big cords coming all over his station. Um, but Velo's client, Velo's haircuts, again, A1. We put hair on the flow, y'all, over here at this shop. So shout out to Velo, shout out to all his clients, all his, I mean, Velo brings the polys over here to the shop. Shout out to the polys that be coming to the shop. 
that fuck with us, right? Now, now I'm, I'm passing my station. I'm going to JR station. Shout out to JR. This is what JR brings to the table. JR brings the professionalism. JR tests all of us to make sure that we're on our hustle shit, on our grind shit. He is the true definition of grind. It's grind time with, with JR. We know what, what he's capable of doing. Haircuts, he's putting hair on the flow. Me and JR, we're taking care of the middle section right here, uh, right when you walk into the barbershop at Kicking Cuts. JR is putting hair on the flow. He's bringing a diverse group of clients to the barbershop. And on top of that, he's just a, an all-out team player. I don't even need to ask him to do anything. Let me let me just say this again to Velo as well. Going back to Velo, I don't need to ask Velo to do shit. Everybody, actually just everybody in here, they take care of business. I don't need to babysit anybody. We're all adults. We're all grown-ass men out here. Um, now, we're going to get to D-Rose in a second. I'm going to get to D-Rose last. We're going to talk about Manny. Now, if y'all come to the shop, Manny's the one at the window. I'm, I'm standing at Manny's window seat right now. I'm standing in his chair. <laughs> he got a good-ass seat right here. This, this actually used to be my seat. This Shit, dude, this seat is hard. I'm tripping. Bro, every single chair in this barbershop has some new element that is just dope. Every like every corner, every nick, every nook, like you're looking, is, is just a tight part of the barbershop. Um, now to Manny's professionalism. Manny's the only one that consistently uses the massager for the head. Bro, that's that A1 service. That's, this is why Manny's charging $65 for a haircut because his shit clean, everything is clean, and I'm looking at everybody's bottom of their shit right now. Everybody's is clean. Everybody did it. Even I did it before I left. Okay. Shout out to everybody in the shop for doing that. They cleaned the bottom of it. They cleaned the bottom of uh, of the barber chair. That's the Again, y'all already know. I just asked them to pump their chairs up, wipe their shit down, Face the chairs towards the mirror, and that's it. <laughs> Manny, hey, if y'all want to learn how to do uh, a low taper on a black dude with waves, with a beard, psh, what? Get out of here. Manny's the man. <laughs> now, we going to get to Mondo's side right now. Now, now, I'm, now I'm sitting in Mondo's side. You know, Mondo's very Frisco, just like most of the guys that's in here. Mondo is... is Y'all know that I worked with Mondo at Cuts of Contrast. <laughs> Mondo only works with four clippers, y'all. Not even four. He works with two. He doesn't even use the other ones. He got his own little flavor. You know, talking about Mondo's clientele is A1. Mondo's service, A1. Professionalism, A1. His, bro, <laughs> just, I love having Mondo's energy in the shop. And the crazy thing, this is the many thing. Mono's, if y'all don't know, Mono's the one that's that's tucked off in the corner, the back corner by the bathroom, right? Uh, he doesn't really communicate with us too much. Or not not like that, but I'm just saying, like, he's the one that doesn't talk to the whole shop like that because he's in the corner. But he prefers it this way because this is the dope thing about him. 
he has these personal one-on-one conversations with his clients right here in the corner. He has a skateboard as his baby booster right here uh, that says the mission on it. Come on, man. That's that's Frisco. That's Mondo. Mondo's putting hair on the flow. Mondo don't turn down no money ever. <laughs> Shout out to Mondo, man. Make it happen, Mondo. We're going to get to D-Rose now. D-Rose is sick, y'all. D-Rose, y'all got to follow him. D.Rose the Barber. The thing about D-Rose, D-Rose is new. He, he's, he's, he's new to the barbershop scene, but he's not new to barbering. Now, let me look underneath his towel. Man, his shit is fucked up. I thought he was going to do better. We got to do better, D-Rose. I'm pulling for you, brother. But, <laughs> oh, okay, he cleaned in there. He, he's clean inside the drawer. I hope he pulls up on me while I'm doing this, too. <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to get on D-Rose a little more every single day, trying to tell him to just, like, do better as far as, like, making it clean. It looks clean right now. D-Rose, he cuts hair every single day, y'all. He comes to the shop. Even if he doesn't have a client, he just comes to the shop. He's that barber. You, Everybody, every barbershop needs that barber that someone is just always there at the shop. No matter what. Now, I used to be that 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 dude. I see a lot of myself in D-Rose when it comes to the future of barbering. Um, I, I, I see it. D-Rose got bars. We get on D-Rose the most because he's the youngest in the shop. It's only right that we get on D-Rose because, uh, yeah, he needs to learn the hard way. Everybody in here in this barbershop has learned the hard way. We trying to put, and that's the dope thing about everybody in here. We all have different experiences when it comes down to barbershop shit and barbershop etiquette and just bar barbering in general. So we're, we're trying to put everybody on in here with whatever the fuck knowledge that we got. And I'm not one. And although I said that I'm an alpha male and I work with a bunch of fucking alpha males in this barbershop. Actually, everybody in this bitch is an alpha male, but we gel, baby. We 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 get that shit together, bro. We put hair on the flow. We scratch we scratch each other's back when it needs to be. I'm going to war with these guys, definitely a hundred percent, cut for cut, vibe for vibe. Swear to God. I mean, and and yeah, that might sound biased, but also real shit, bro. We're we're literally half a year in to this barbering industry with cake and cuts 615 Pertola drive this is where it's at it's a fucking vibe in here and i'm just like looking at it right now and i don't care like if y'all have if y'all stop listening already because i'm just i'm just venting now because i haven't been able to just sit down look at my shop and appreciate all the things that's that's inside the shop all the characters that's came inside the shop already all the fathers and sons and <laughs> hustlers and priests that's came inside the shop to, to, to come get their haircut here. Um, I know that it's, it's, it's still quarantine or I know that it's still COVID-19 out there, but man, it, it, it would have been bad for the city. Whew, boy, Man, if they would have, if they would have, if they would have never locked us down last year, oh yeah, we, we would already be running the city. I swear to God, 
because right now, six months in, we're already one of the more talked about barbershops in the city. Just off off whatever the fuck that we've been putting on. Bro, we have a fucking videographer. We have a photographer. We got talented barbers. We got the location. We got the parking lot. Like, it's set up for us to win. Um, and I'm going to tell the guys this. Seriously, if if you're not winning in this barbershop, you're not going to win anywhere else because this is set up for y'all to win. This is set up for me to win. And I just want to see good haircuts, good conversations, experience great moments with the fellas over here. Man, this is this is just, just so tight. I'm damn near ready to tear up looking at this whole barbershop thing right now. Just... I was just at Manny Station because this was my first my first station that I cut at. Um, I'm super happy for for everybody in here, man. And this is a sick like fuck, bro. This is a sick ass shop. I need to I need to put more shit up on 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 Mondo's side and Mondo Rose and Manny. And I need to put a little more things up on Jess and Velo's side. But as far as the middle, bro, when you walk in, boom. You already feel the vibes. Frisco shit. Sheesh. I can go on and on about my barbershop, but maybe we'll save the rest for like another time, I guess. But man, if y'all if y'all haven't already, I started a, a new YouTube channel uh, called The Caking Chronicles. I know I've been shouting it out the past like three, four episodes, but I'm trying to get to 100, at least 100 subscribers, 100 subs on the Caking Chronicles. Um, and then I also, so what I, what, I, what I noticed was that you guys were only watching up until like a certain amount of time. So I split my videos in half to where Sundays, as you guys know, I, I spend my time with Ange. And we be having some dope ass dates, some dope ass foods to eat. We're always doing something on Sundays. It's always lit. So there's a, a subsection in the YouTube called uh, Cupcaking. <laughs> Duh, it's called Cupcaking, baby. What? So you guys, I'm going to start doing that to where the Cupcaking section of the Caking Chronicles is dedicated to, to Ange. Um, and the other shit during the week at the barbershop and all the other shit that I'll be doing it's just going to be all under, is all going to fall under the caking chronicles. But yep, the cupcaking section of the caking chronicles is where y'all want to be at. Uh, we just came back from Napa uh, over this past weekend. That shit was dope. Dope as fuck. We stayed at the, the uh, Silverado golf resort and spa. What man, we did that vibe check. I, I think you guys are going to really enjoy that video. A lot. If you guys can, again, subscribe to me on that. I'm not video. I didn't videotape this, this episode because I didn't think that I would get into this much depth. Um, and I'm like walking around everywhere. <laughs> so I, this episode isn't on the buzzing with anxiety shit, but we got some shit cooking to, to go forward and be better. Um, oh, shout out, shout out to, to bless. Thank you. This is uh, Justin's Justin's client mother, who who helped me get the vaccine. 
I needed the vaccine. I, 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 I got the vaccine today, this morning. Boom. What? Man, I, I wish I can convince the guys to all get the vaccine just so we can, just so I can promote that we're the first fully staffed barbershop with the vaccine. But unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to fucking put a gun in anybody's head to take the vaccine if they don't want to, right? But uh, I got the vaccine. So far, I'm still alive. <laughs> Pray for me, y'all. I still have, uh, I right, literally this second, like whenever I think about the vaccine, that I took it. Um, I just, uh, is that Jay? Is that David's dad? That's looking this way. I think it is. But anyways, uh, I took it. Yeah. And whenever I think about it, 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 like my arm does get sore, but whatever, like it's going to help out, help us out for the future. It's going to protect the future. Uh, it's going to make us be more open. San Francisco. We close, man. We are very close to being fully open. Uh, I think we still got some months before we we lift the mask mandate. But for now, make sure that you guys all mask the fuck up. And I didn't even talk about this. Fuck it. Where we at? 43, 40. We're at 44 minutes right now. Man. Duh. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it. I had, I had a bitch-ass... Um, a bitch-ass review on Yelp. Huh. There's just so much shit to talk about. This is going to be a long episode, y'all. I, I was I was about to ra- I was about to wrap it up right there. Doesn't look like I'm wrapping it up anytime soon. But the past two weeks, I've been getting uh, Yelp reviews. False Yelp reviews saying that we don't wear our motherfucking mask in this barbershop. What? We don't wear our masks. Bruh, the first false uh, yell review that we got, tell me why the lady said, oh, I drive past the barbershop every single day because it's right around the corner from my house. And tell me why the lady was like, I'm giving it a one star because I've seen that they don't wear their mask from afar. Bitch, if you don't, (laughs) bruh, I swear. I was like, what? This is not a personal experience. I flagged that shit right away. I'm back in the laundry room just because. I, I, I did that right away. Um, flagged it. Uh, lucky lucky enough for me that that uh, Yelp review was able to be taken down because that person did not mention that they got their service here. <laughs> but then I get another one the following week, just last week. Another one-star review. Bro, this person changed their name three different times on the Yelp app. Yelp is not Yelp is not being helpful in this situation because we looked at this person's name. This person did not disclose their name. This person was not in our system at all. Not in anybody's books to cut hair or to get their hair cut at all. This just wasn't in there. So with that being said, we know that none, no barber in here has ever cut that person's hair. I told Yelp this. I said, Yelp, y'all got to help me out because now I'm getting fucking false Yelp reviews from whoever the fuck I'm. And I'm, I'm almost, 
a thousand percent positive that it's coming that this person is friends with the person that Yelp that left the Yelp review prior to that because she was probably pissed that her Yelp review got got flagged. Shit, I'd be pissed too. Shit, I did get pissed. You know what I did? I put out a message blast to all my bar uh, to all my clients on Booksy. And I asked them, I was like, hey, man, you know what? There's a bunch of false Yelp reviews um, on, that's going around on Yelp. If you guys could please leave a Yelp review or leave uh, a star review, I would highly appreciate that. And then on top of that, y'all get $10 off the haircut. Come on, man. It's chestnut checkers. <laughs> it's chestnut checkers, baby. I'm really the fuck out here. Like, shit, y'all want to fight fire with fire I will I will make that fire my bitch come on man oh my god there's just so many things <laughs> I can't believe that we that we're getting false Yelp reviews and then the the fucked up part about it is that we're all wearing masks in here everybody at least every barber is <laughs> we don't play that shit even though I got the vaccine, I'm not playing that shit. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I could enforce more clients to be wearing uh, their masks. I could, of course, everybody could. There's not a barbershop out there that, um, that well, I don't know. I, I can't even speak. I don't, I'm not going to speak for everybody else. I'm just going to say in here, we could be doing a lot better. But do we really deserve a one-star for not for for clients not wearing masks, I, I I don't think so. Now what these people these Yelp reviewers what they are not understanding is how much a one star affects our overall rating as a whole as at the barbershop because at that time we only had fourteen, uh, we only had fourteen reviews, thirteen fucking five stars. And one one star. Guess what that brought us down to? A four and a half star. Bruh, come on, man. That shit is a weak-ass lame shit. Um, so if you guys are listening to this podcast, even if you haven't fucking been to the barbershop, even if you live in Toronto, Winnipeg, Montreal, Jamaica, Italy, wherever the fuck you're from, if you guys could just go on Yelp, type in Cake and Cuts Barbershop, location in San Francisco, it pops up. Please leave a Yelp review because I would highly appreciate that. And uh, so <laughs> if you guys do that, again, I will continue to give y'all $10 off. If you get cut from somebody else in here, I will give you $10 to do that. Fuck that. If, if Yelp, Yelp ain't helping me out. Why the fuck should I tell, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> now we have 20, 26 reviews on that bitch. What? I'm trying to get get to at least, let, let, let's go for, let's go for 200 reviews by the end of this year. Where are we at? We in March, about to be in April. We could do that, y'all. I I have 900 clients right now. Um, Shout out to my loyal clients that's also been fucking with me because I had also just updated my profile on Booksy and I put that I'm no longer taking any more new clients just so I can get my current clients all in. Guess what the fuck happened? I got booked already. I'm booked for the whole week already. 
Well, actually, I have four spots left. I just put that on on uh, on Instagram. On there, I said I'm currently not accepting new clients. If you would like to be a new client, I am charging fifty dollars a one-time fee on top of the haircut price, and you will have to contact the barbershop to set up an appointment with me. Now, I'm making it very difficult. I'm making it, yo, I'm making it very hard for for new clients to try to get a haircut by me, but I'm also trying to make it myself be a high demand barber because then it's not that I'm going to charge more. It's more that the quality of the, of, of, of the person that I want, I can't, I can't keep expanding my friends. <laughs> all y'all that, that, that I cut, everybody that I interact with, y'all, all my friends, all y'all, my family for real. So I hope, I really do hope to see like new clients um, in the near future. But for right now, I would like all the new clients to come to another barber in this barbershop because there's plenty of space uh, for you to come in here. There's just not enough space for me to cut uh, y'all in here uh, for me to cut y'all hair. Um, but again, y'all, I think this is I think this is it now. <laughs> and I don't even think that I elaborated much on the whole cutting my own hair shit. But I hope y'all do feel me on that. I'm on my way to, well, I'm going to go ahead and finish cleaning up before Velo gets in here. Velo just pulled up and bought another bottle. You know, talking about, ooh, shout out to, to, to this weekend too. I, I took, I was drinking some wine, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? I, I finally, I, I, I cracked my sobriety this weekend. It was my first time ever toasting with Ange. I wanted to do that. I wanted to drink. I wanted to toast with her just to also show her my appreciation for her. I love her. You know what I mean? So, Ange, I know you're listening. I love you. I'm really happy that I took that shot with you. Um, that Sauvignon Blanc, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but, uh, all right, y'all, that's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I definitely enjoyed chopping it up with y'all, shooting the shit with y'all. Um, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Make sure to mask the fuck up, put hair on the motherfucking flow, and keep it caking, baby. We out.